Section 101 of Egypt, Africa, and Arabia. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sonia. The World Story, Volume 3, Egypt, Africa, and Arabia. Edited by Eva March Tappan. Section 101. A Pilgrimage to Mecca by sir richard f burton in 1853 captain richard f burton determined to make the pilgrimage to mecca and medina he had an eastern cast of countenance and could speak arabic and persian with ease he spent some time in familiarizing himself with mohammedan ways prayers ablutions and prostrations and at suez joined a company of pilgrims how well he carried out his assumed character may be known from the fact that his attendant had no idea that he was not a fellow mohammedan the editor having resolved to perform the mecca pilgrimage i spent a few months at cairo and on the twenty second of may embarked in a small steamer at suez with the mamil or litter and its military escort conveying the kiswa or covering for the kaaba on the twenty fifth the man at the wheel informed us that we were about to pass the village of rabik on the arabian coast and that the time had consequently arrived for changing our usual habiliments for the iram or pilgrim costume of two towels and for taking the various interdictory vows involved in its assumption such as not to tie knots in any portion of our dress not to oil the body and not to cut our nails or hair nor to improve the tints of the latter with the coppery hue of henna transgression of these and other ceremonial exactments is expiated either by animal sacrifice or gifts of fruit or cereals to the poor after a complete ablution and assuming the iram we performed two prayer flections and recited the meritorious sentences beginning with the words labaik allah huma labaik here i am o god here i am here i am o unassociated one here i am for unto thee belong praise grace and empire o unassociated one this prayer was repeated so often people not unfrequently rushing up to their friends and shrieking the sacred sentence into their ears that at last it became a signal for merriment rather than an indication of piety on the twenty sixth we reached jeddah where the utter sterility of arabia with its dunes and rocky hills becomes apparent the town however viewed from the sea is not unpicturesque many european vessels were at anchor off the coast and as we entered the port innumerable small fishing boats darting in all directions their sails no longer white but emerald green from the intense lustre of the water crowded around us on all sides and reminded one by their dazzling colours and rapidity of motion of the shoals of porpoises so often seen on a voyage round the cape on disembarking we were accosted by several mutawafs or circuit men so termed in arabic because besides serving as religious guides in general their special duty is to lead the pilgrim in his seven obligatory circuits around the kaaba we encamped outside the town and having visited the tomb of our mother eve mounted our camels for mecca after a journey of twenty hours across the desert we passed the barriers which mark the outermost limit of the sacred city and ascending some giant steps pitched our tents on a plain or rather plateau surrounded by barren rock some of which distant but a few yards mask from view the birthplace of the prophet it was midnight a few drops of rain were falling 
and lightning played around us day after day we had watched its brightness from the sea and many a faithful haji had pointed out to his companions those fires which were heaven's witness to the sanctity of the spot alhamdulillah thanks be to god we were now at length to gaze upon the qibla to which every mussulman has turned in prayer since the days of mohammed and which for long ages before the birth of christianity was reverenced by the patriarchs of the east soon after dawn arose from our midst the shout of labaik labaik and passing between the rocks we found ourselves in the main street of mecca and approached the gateway of salvation one of the thirty-nine portals of the temple of salvation on crossing the threshold we entered a vast unroofed quadrangle a mighty amplification of the palais royal having on each side of its four sides a broad colonnade divided into three aisles by a multitude of slender columns and rising to the height of about thirty feet surmounting each arch of the colonnade is a small dome in all there are a hundred and twenty and at different points arise seven minarets dating from various epochs and of somewhat varying altitudes and architecture the numerous pigeons which have their home within the temple have been believed never to alight upon any portion of its roof thus miraculously testifying to the holiness of the building this marvel however of late years having been suspended many discern another omen of the approach of the long predicted period when unbelievers shall desecrate the hallowed soil in the centre of the square area rises the far-famed kaaba the funereal shade of which contrasts vividly with the sunlit walls and precipices of the town it is a cubical structure of massive stone the upper two-thirds of which are mantled by a black cloth embroidered with silver and the lower portion hung with white linen at a distance of several yards it is surrounded by a balustrade provided with lamps which are lighted in the evening and the space thus enclosed is the circuit ground along which day and night crowds of pilgrims performing the circular ceremony of tawaf realize the idea of perpetual motion we at once advanced to the black stone embedded in an angle of the kaaba kissed it and exclaimed bismillah wa allahu akbar in god's name and god is greatest then we commenced the usual seven rounds three at a walking pace and four at a brisk trot next followed two prayer flections at the tomb of abraham after which we drank of the water of zamzam said to be the same which quenched the thirst of hagar's exhausted son besides the kaaba eight minor structures adorn the quadrangle the well of zamzam the library the clock-room the triangular staircase and four ornamental resting-places for the orthodox sects of hanafi shafi maliki and hanbali we terminated our morning duties by walking and running seven times along the streets of safa and marwa so named from the flight of seven steps at each of its extremities after a few days spent in visiting various places of interest such as the slave market and forts and the houses of the prophet and the caliphs ali and abu bakr we started on our six hours journey to the mountain of arifat an hour's sojourn at which even in a state of insensibility confers the rank of haji it is a mountain spur of about a hundred and fifty feet in height presenting an artificial appearance from the wall encircling it and the terrace on its slope from which the imam delivers a sermon before the departure of his congregation for mecca his auditors were indeed numerous their tents being scattered over two or three miles of the country a great number of their inmates were fellow subjects of ours from india footnote 
sir richard posed as a native of afghanistan End of footnote. i surprised some of my mecca friends by informing them that queen victoria numbers nearly twenty millions of mohammedans among her subjects on the fifth of june at sunset commencing our return we slept at the village of Mustalifa and there gathered and washed seven pebbles of the size of peas to be flung at three piles of whitewashed masonry known as the shaitans satans of muna we acquitted ourselves satisfactorily of this duty on the festival of the sixth of june the tenth day of the arabian month sulhija each of us then sacrificed a sheep had his hair and nails cut exchanged the ikram for his best apparel and embracing his friends paid them the compliments of the season the two following days the great the middle and the little satan were again pelted and bequeathing to the unfortunate inhabitants of muna the unburied and odorous remains of nearly a hundred thousand animals we returned eighty thousand strong to mecca a week later having helped to insult the tumulus of stones which marks according to popular belief the burial place of abu lahab the unbeliever who we learn from the koran has descended into hell with his wife gatherer of sticks i was not sorry to relinquish a shade temperature of a hundred and twenty degrees and went my way to jeddah en route for england after delegating to my brethren the recital of a prayer in my behalf at the tomb of the prophet at medina in penning these lines i am anxious to encourage other englishmen especially those from india to perform the pilgrimage without being deterred by exaggerated reports concerning the perils of the enterprise it must however be understood that it is absolutely indispensable to be a mussulman at least externally and to have an arabic name neither the koran nor the sultan enjoins the killing of intrusive jews or christians nevertheless two years ago an incognito jew who refused to repeat the creed was crucified by the mecca populace and in the event of a pilgrim again declaring himself to be an unbeliever the authorities would be almost powerless to protect his life End of section 101. End of The World Story A History of the World in Story, Song, and Art. Volume 3 Egypt, Africa, and Arabia. Edited by Eva March Tappan.